Welcome to the Resistance SS Podcast. Here we will be discussing all things sports science and strength and conditioning. My name is Daniel Robson-Petch and I work with athletes, injuries and everyday people. Join me and let's change the game. Hi all and welcome to the next episode of the Resistance SS Podcast. I'd like to apologise that this podcast was going to be based around nutrition However, the dietitian that we'll be featuring in it is currently in LA preparing UFC athletes for weight cutting. So today, we're going to be taking a different turn. I am joined by social media marketing and digital media guru, Tia Alana Hayes, who is a founder of OnTrend Marketing. Tia takes the lead on any resistance sports science marketing. To give you an example, she turned my first solo week of 10 sessions to 35 sessions a week in as little as four weeks. She's amazing, deserves a hell of a lot of credit for the hard work she's put into making resistance what it is. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tia. No problem. Happy to be here. Today, I would love to cover your thought processes when it comes to developing a brand. If we look at resistance, we wanted to create something so unique and so different to what's currently out there. I've watched the industry become all about high-intensity classes, 30-minute quick fixes, and burpees. Everyone just loves burpees. However, whilst yes, it might get you looking good, without a strength base behind someone and body awareness, these classes can actually hurt the body significantly. Basically, when it comes to developing a brand, it comes down to what the individual desires as a business owner, but also what is your point of difference and what can your brand offer? For example, if you're tapping into the market of gyms and personal training and your business model is to develop high intensity classes within groups of 15 to 20 people, you wouldn't be standing out from the crowd because it's hitting exactly what everyone else is doing. You would need to look at it from a perspective of what can I offer that no one else already offers? How can my brand stand out from the crowd and why should someone choose my brand over pre-existing brands? When developing a brand, my number one piece of advice would be to identify your ideal client or customer. This is a series of questions that allows you to understand who you are selling to before you even start selling. Like what is their age, what are their hobbies, and what are their struggles, and how can you help them overcome those struggles? For example, when we started to develop Resistance SS, we already knew that we wanted to focus on athletic development. So we weren't going to start offering general populated classes. We were going to focus on exercise rehab and sports performance. This is the point of difference that we are constantly focusing on when producing content. Athletic development is definitely something that is my passion. I know Resistance could bring knowledge to any sporting team or individual athlete in which they could benefit from. It's interesting because when I first started in the industry and you tell everyone that you want to work in sport, it's almost laughable. People believe it's impossible. However, we've proved that this is not the case. 80% of the people I train come in for an athletic reason. Whether it's they want to rehab their knee to get back to sport, add muscle for the next footy season or improve strength for performance, it's a fairly niche market but it's been extremely effective for us at Resistance. What are your thoughts on narrowing your audience and becoming almost a specialist in your field? Great question. So when it comes back to niche marketing, there's a lot of talk about whether it's smart to close yourself off to other audiences and only focus on one. I like to look at it in the way if you throw a fishnet out into the ocean and you try and catch any and every fish, the truth is you're probably going to catch nothing. Whereas if you cast your line out with specific bait for a certain fish, then more than likely you're going to catch your desired fish. So when it comes to your social media and your marketing, don't try and speak to everyone because you're going to end up speaking to no one. Focus on your target audience and what they want. 
So once again, bringing it back to Resistance SS, all the content and all our sales copy is targeted at athletes and exercise rehab clients. This method has proven successful many times over as these are the people that are walking through the door and converting into long-term clients. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's astounding the success we've had by narrowing the market. Just last night, I had a football athlete actually contact me in regards to fixing his shoulder and preparing him for the next footy season. I mean, when you set your sights on something and you work hard for it, it's amazing results you can get as a business. Uh, lastly, T, before we wrap up today, I'd love for you, if you don't mind, to give away some tips for the audiences out there. What would be your top three marketing tips for small business owners out there? So when it comes to my top three tips for small business, tip number one definitely falls back on branding. Stay consistent within your brand because if you try and do everything, it's going to become really confusing to all your potential clients and customers. This is so important and I see it too many times in small business marketing and the truth be told, this is the reason half small business startups fail. Choose a branding logo, choose your branding colors, choose your branding fonts, and even a branding voice, and please stick to it. It makes a massive difference. For tip number two, it would be Facebook ads. Don't let them scare you, because when they're used correctly, they can be the perfect tool to scale your business and increase your profit. Now, I'm not talking about boosting a post on Facebook, because you won't see any results. I'm talking about logging into your Facebook ads manager and building an ad from scratch based around an offer or a valued piece of information. Your goal for this Facebook ad will be to build your email list. Be specific about your target market and your demographic and use the questions you've already answered when identifying your ideal customer. This will really help. Once you have successfully obtained your ideal customer's email address, you can continue marketing to them and turning them from a cold prospect to a warm lead in platforms such as MailChimp or OmniSend using email marketing. Last but certainly not least would be tip number three. And this relates to your Instagram. Don't use your Instagram as one big selling pitch because it will get you absolutely nowhere. Always offer value on every single post. And if you're only posting to fill your nine, then don't post at all. Each post on your Instagram should always be put up for the sole reason of serving your audience. So ask yourself, what is this post going to do to help my ideal customer? And what value is my post offering? Tia, those three tips, they're fantastic. Guys, use these tips. They've been extremely effective for resistance. If you'd like to hear more about Tia and her business, then please jump online at ontrendmarketing.co or follow her new podcast. She's some really good info to share and I hope you've all taken some knowledge from today. Guys, if you enjoyed this week's episode, I'd love it if you'd go over to iTunes and SoundCloud and leave me a review and rating. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, guys.